Welcome to this podcast from Penrith Church of Christ. If there is anything in this message that you would like to talk about further, please go to our website, www.cofcpenrith.org. That's www.cofcpenrith.org. I was thinking about um, what I was going to speak about today, and it dawned on me that one of my and I believe one of my giftings from, from God is leadership. And one of the things that I'm sitting there thinking is, how can we as Christians see ourselves more as leaders, not just to the people outside that are unknown to who Jesus is, but also to the people that we actually journey with week in, week out? So a couple of, probably about six, seven, maybe eight weeks ago, I went away just for the night, uh, just um, by myself in a tent down south just to be able to take away from any of the distractions so it was just me and God. And I was kind of expecting God to show up in in, in predictable ways uh, in the sense of uh, of what direction I need to go or or say, keeping me on track or or what I need to do next. But he showed up in a completely different way. And it was in a way of leadership. And I've shared this with um, my leadership. I've also shared it with a few other people, uh, left, right and centre. But I'm, I would love to be able to share that with you today. Is that okay with you guys? Sweet. It's only going to take just a little bit. Um, but just before I share that story, I want to share you a story that continually keeps on popping up for me. And it's a true story. It was apparently a, a, a document, but it's also well read. So some of you guys may have uh, may know this. There was a, colonel, a village over in Africa that um, actually took on or adopted this whole big area with um, elephants, and they decided to take away a lot of the adult elephants just because they wanted this new colony of or colonel. Colony, that's the one. Colony of elephants to be able to restructure what they were doing. It was good for a couple of months, probably for for about six months, but the next six months was absolutely horrific for them. The younger elephants, especially the, the, the younger male elephants, became really, really destructive, started destroying the village, started fighting heaps, started um, just becoming completely horrific in behaviour. And they were wondering what had happened. They were destroying houses and everything like that, going into the village. And they never normally used to do that, the elephants. But they were doing this. This is the younger elephants. Until they invited another village elder in. And he turned around and he goes, what your problem is, is that you've taken away the structure of what the elephants do. So they decided to bring back a couple of the big bull elephants. Within three days, everything calmed down. Within three days, all the behaviours of the younger, younger elephants, both males and females, completely ceased because they had the direction. Now, I've got to I'll stick with me here, is because when I first took on this job <clears throat> and I decided to, to leave what was normal to me last year, one of the biggest things that God laid on my heart is to break that generational gap. And to know that each one, no matter what your age, you have a plan and a purpose within God's family. Now, that leads into where, what God laid on my heart down, down the south. And what he turned around to me and said is that there are three stages of leadership. Those three stages arise, grow and shine. 
And whether it be leadership or whether it be that you're in a position of influence, whether we like it or not, when we accept Christ into our life, people see us in a different light, which is a good thing. People see us because of who we've accepted into our heart. And it is actually biblical. Everyone who has accepted Christ into their life have started uh, and have started to discover who he is and who they are in the journey have begun in the rising stage. So this is the first stage. Accepting the call on your life and coming into a life of influence and in some cases leadership of people can sometimes be hard to get your head around. Whether we like it or not, no matter what stage of our Christian journey we are in or even what age we are, we are looked upon by others in this world. Saved and unsaved. With unsaved people, we are seen as followers of Christ himself. In 1 John 2.6, it says, Those who say they live in God should live their lives as Jesus did. In Ephesians 5, it says, Imitate God, therefore, in everything you do, because you are his dear children. Live a life filled with love, following the example of Christ himself. And in 1 Corinthians it says, and you should imitate me. This is Paul talking to the church at Corinth. You should imitate me as I imitate Christ. We are representing Christ himself. Doesn't mean that we get it perfect. And the good thing is, is God knows that. And he still loves us. With saved people, it's completely different. We are seen as brothers and sisters, examples, influencers, and in some case, leaders. Whether we are in ministry or not. Even though we have accepted Christ into our lives, we can still choose to just exist in this life. Or we can choose to rise to who God has created you to be. Rise into the person of influence, leading by actions and speech is not easy. It's a development that takes experience and choice. Anyone can influence people, but leading people the right way is another thing all on its own. Knowing the person you want to be and becoming that person is a true art and a model of the heart. And from the heart comes the action. I wonder whether we're being that person that reflects the true model in Christ. The next stage is grow. Growing is a stage that may hurt. Dealing with our own wounds and hand, handing them to God in our hard times and allowing God to minister to our hearts is shown through the way we react, we approach and we respond to different challenges in our lives. In Ephesians 4, it says, Throw off your old sinful nature and your former ways of life. Instead, let the Spirit renew your thoughts and attitudes. Put on your new nature, created to be like God, truly righteous and holy. I've said several times to my leaders and others that I've talked to that our actions show our hearts but we cannot lead people in this stage if we are not willing to work on our own faults. 
being a leader or an influencer, that people will follow involves vulnerability and obedience to the difficult things in our lives as well as the easy. The shine stage. Stay with me here. The shine stage that unfortunately a fair few will not experience. That is being submissive to God in all areas of your life and knowing that it's not about what we do or want, but what God has planned. Even though sometimes the outcome may not be what we want and that it may not even seem right, but it will elevate the kingdom through our action. In John 14 it says, Don't let your hearts be troubled. Trust in God and trust also in me. There is more than enough room in my Father's house. If this were not so, I would not have told you that I'm going to prepare a place for you. When everything is ready, I will come and get you so that you will be always with me where I am. And you know where I'm going and you know the way to go. We are an intergenerational family that can learn from each other. We can learn, we can teach, we can feed each other. It comes from our actions, our speech and our experience that we can also pass on to other people. And what we pass on through that, if it's done in in the right way through God, it's more precious than gold and silver alone. We need to go after each other's hearts, just like Jesus goes after our heart. And that what comes from the heart is what will help mould and transform not only the younger generations, but also all generations. I've got a couple of friends that have gone over to actual tribes over in South Africa. And I know every single one of you guys would know what happens over in the tribes, how close they are, how tight-knit they are coming up through the things. There used to be the elders, there used to be the structures. They used to have actually younger boys used to actually have to go through what was called a period that they come out into adulthood, actually go through tests. Unfortunately, it was called their commission. Unfortunately, My friends went over last year and in most of the big name tribes, that has actually gone out the window because the tribes are starting to adopt the new way and that's had massive ramifications for a lot of the young, especially the young young men growing up because they don't know their direction, they don't know their way and the, the, the major issue is is that the bigger influences in their lives haven't actually passed down what they've experienced in their lives for them to actually know, hang on, that's not the right way to go. So they're trying to find their own way, but they can't find their own way because they're lost. Unfortunately, that is happening over in in South Africa. But what's even more unfortunate is that in the church, it's been happening for years. And unfortunately, my background in the last 14 years has been in the prison system. 
And what I'm seeing is that the prison system is growing and growing and growing. Drug use is growing and growing and growing. Mental health is growing and growing and growing. And I believe it's because, and this is one of the things that have been laid on my heart, is that because we are not passing down the love of God in the correct way. We are not standing up doing what God has placed on our hearts. doesn't matter what our age is. We are not mentoring the people that are coming through. And I'm not talking about just Christians alone. I'm talking about families that do not have fathers, families that do not have, have parents that are stepping up and actually being the model that's going to show them how to survive in this life. Just to finish off, and I'll invite the worship band up here. In First Peter 5, it says, Care for the flock that God has entrusted you. Watch over it willingly, not grudgingly. Not for what you can get out of it, but because you are eager to serve God. Don't lord over the people assigned to your care, but lead them by your own good example. But when the great and when the great shepherd appears, you will receive a crown of never-ending glory and honor. And all of you dress yourselves in humility as you relate to one another. For God opposes the proud but gives grace to the humble. These four points, if you don't take anything out of today, these four points, and this is whether you're in leadership or whether you're not, whether you're in ministry or whether you're not, but as a Christian, I am pleading to you that these four things is what we need to do as influencers, not only for the people that I work with, the children and the youth, but also people that may see us out on the street that may not know who Christ is. And that is, Peter describes several characteristics of good leaders in the li- in life and in church. And those four things are, they realise that they are caring for God's flock and not their own. The next one is, they lead out of eagerness to serve, not out of obligation. The next one is, they are concerned for what they can give and not what they can get. And the last one is, They lead by example and not by force. All of us lead someone in some way, shape or form. Whatever our role, our leadership should be in line with these characteristics. And I'm going to leave you with this and we're going to go into worship. Pride often keeps older people from trying to understand younger people and pride also keeps younger people from listening to those who are older Peter told both young and old to be humble and serve each other younger people should follow the leadership of older people and those older people should lead by a Christ like example and this one's a big one We all need to be humble enough to admit that we can learn from others no matter what the age or experience. Heavenly Father, Lord, I just thank you that you show up in unimaginable and unexpected ways. Lord, I pray that you guide us 
that you flow through us and that you are seen through our actions. Lord, I pray that your spirit is present here tonight, today. And I pray that these guys in this room, your your sons and your daughters, my brothers and my sisters, will be able to take that challenge on to be influencers in your life. I pray this in Jesus' name. Thank you for listening to this podcast from Penrith Church of Christ. If there was anything in this message that you would like to talk further about, please go to our website on www.cofcpenrith.org www.cofcpenrith.org